Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 13th chapter. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments, and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, The one who has bathed does not need to wash, except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. That was why he said, Not all of you are clean. When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I am not speaking of all of you. I know whom I have chosen. But the scripture will be fulfilled. He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I am telling you this now, before it takes place, that when it does take place you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly I say to you, Whoever receives the one I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor James Driscoll from First St. John Lutheran Church in York, Pennsylvania. Peter was absolutely appalled. The fisherman would never get down and wash someone else's feet. That was below him. That was the duty of the lowest slave in the household. What Jesus was doing was absolutely mortifying, an unthinkable act. Remember, first century Jerusalem, there were animals all over the place. The streets were dusty and dirty, sewage. It was traditional to take footwear off before coming into a house and having your feet washed if you wanted to keep your house reasonably clean. 
was a dirty, nasty job. Today, we see touching someone else's feet as dirty and unsanitary. We live in a pretty sanitized society. If your feet are unclean, what would people in first century Jerusalem be like? Use your imagination. This was a job that was completely below Peter's dignity. Peter was an honest, hardworking fisherman, Joe the plumber of his time, nothing special, but like us today, Peter had his dignity, and stooping down, half naked, removing someone's sandals, and deal with hot, sweaty, who knows what kind of soiling back then, that was just way below Peter's dignity. Jesus did a lot of things that were just undignified, just not done at the time. The father of the prodigal son, the way he ran out to meet his returning son, talking to the woman at the well, standing up for the woman caught in adultery, things a first century Jewish rabbi would never do in a million years. The blowback from the gossip would be more than any rabbi of the time would voluntarily deal with. But Jesus did. We get awfully caught up with our dignity today maybe less than even 50 years ago, but for most of us, there's things we just won't do that is beneath what we perceive our position to be. You have politicians, business people, even religious leaders who play to the crowd, do something really undignified, but for most of us, our precious dignity is just not to be messed with. Not so with Jesus. Jesus was washing feet to teach us all some humility. If I can do this, you can, maybe ought to. As a pastor, I find it difficult to maintain balance about dignity. There is a dignity of the office. I'm not free to just flout the office of pastor. I'm accountable to a hierarchy of pastors and other fellow pastors. I think that far too long, pastors have been a little too undignified, hard to take seriously. And the result has been that the world has stopped taking the real church pastor seriously. But it's difficult to figure out as a pastor when is the time to be dignified and when, as they say in the military, to take the rank devices off and get real with someone. In a world that is becoming openly hostile, there are times when you have to stand up for the dignity of the church and be taken seriously. But there are other times when you are dealing with an individual person who's hurting, being antagonistic, but needs the pastor to let down his dignity, take the shots, answer back with compassion, put an arm over the shoulder and genuinely try to help the person. Jesus did both. There were plenty of times when he shot back at people who were hostile and had no intention of listening. There were also plenty of times when he reached out with love and compassion. There are people today in the world who are actively antagonistic towards the church. It would be naive to think otherwise. While we have seen Muslims, pro-abortionists, radical feminists, pornographers, the sexually immoral being converted by the Holy Spirit, too many of them just want to pick a fight. It's not a reason to get hysterical and start screaming and yelling back. There is a fine line between standing strong for Jesus and his church and being a little too much like a pious cream puff, too. Too much of Jesus' church has been a cream puff in the last few decades. We have to find a way to stand strong for the church of Jesus so that the Christian principles of life, discipline, sexuality, faithfulness, and integrity will be taken seriously in the world again. Jesus did not get caught up in his dignity. When he washed his disciples' feet, he was sending them a serious message. Sometimes you do have to put aside your dignity for someone else's benefit. Sometimes you do have to take 
the unfair hits. In a few short hours, Jesus would suffer horrendous assaults on his dignity. He would be brutally tortured, starved, beaten beyond recognition, dehydrated, naked, and raised up on a wooden cross to die, made to suffer incredibly and openly humiliated. He did this so that we would be saved. In his humility, in his suffering, he died that we who are in Jesus would be saved. We thank Pastor James Driscoll from First St. John Lutheran Church in York, Pennsylvania for today's meditation on God's Word.